You are now in the circle with Dex and Lolly, where we pass around positive conversation, educational information, all infused for your mind, body, and soul. Don't forget, listeners, you can always find us at Anchor, Spotify, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Twitter, and don't forget Instagram. Also, if you'd like to talk to us or contact us at Dex and Lolly at CannabisInsideOut.com. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Do you want me to do it? Yep. Go. Hey, welcome to Canna Talk. You are here with Dex and Lolly. We are having a really good time today, and we have a couple really good guests that uh, have decided to join us. So, the first guest that we're going to talk to, um, can you introduce yourself, please? Hi, I'm Joni Harshman, the cannabis attorney in Missouri. Ooh, Excellent. Exciting. I bet you're busy. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> what is a day like for you? Tell us what that looks like for you. What is your typical Probably about case? 15 hours in front of a computer with intermittent, nonstop interruptions oh. from new issues or children. <laughs> and then I don't have quiet uninterruptions until like midnight. Mm-hmm. And then I keep going for a couple hours usually. Tell us a little bit who you are representing. In your- uh, so my business is primarily cannabis, 90%. Um, that's about 50% criminal defense and 50% business clients within the industry have 15 denied applicant appeals still pending. Um, other advocacy work, our organization that we work closely with, Canacomic Project's mission is to assist nonviolent inmates serving time for the plant with early release. Nice. Um, and nice. That's Christina can elaborate on that, but you know that. So we spend a lot of time um, doing that in other you know, related advocacy work. Well, it explains the 15 hours of your day. You care about what you do. That's excellent. (laughs) Do you only represent cannabis cases or do you take other cases or do you just try to primarily stay in within the cannabis laws and and what's going on with, with that? Yeah. I mean, historically I've been practicing law over 20 years. I've done a lot of different areas. I'm still trying to move out of other areas and and wrap things up. Um, I think yeah, I mean, cannabis-related is definitely where my passion is, but I'm not, you know, I'm not necessarily have a hard line that I wouldn't accept a different type of case. But, you know, right now, there's That's a lot focus. of inquiry, and yes. so I'm able to kind of pick and choose what I think is going to fit within my schedule and my issues and that sort of thing. Do you work more with, uh, do you also work with inmates, people who have already been convicted um, can, can they reach out to you or their family member? I mean, how do they? How does somebody get a hold of you, or is it just somebody who has just got charged with something? I mean, I my practice is not. I don't have a post conviction relief kind of you know number of cases. Right. I don't have any active cases like that. Um, that has not been my area of specialty. It's not so, but it is an area that I'm willing to explore more as I'm able to take on more but it's still learning a whole other area of law. I mean, Christina probably knows more about the law, post-conviction relief than I do because I just haven't been as involved on a regular basis, you know, for my practice. But very we'll important you to our mission. So, yes, I'm willing, and I have explored some of it, yes. Mm-hmm. All right, which brings us to, hello, our next guest. Hello. Hello, introduce yourself to us, please. My name is Christina Fromer. I'm the founder and president of the Canna Convict Project. All right, how long have you been doing that? So we established the Canna Convict Project in 2019, so we've been at this for right about three years. Um, Prior to that, my entire background is criminal justice. Um, I've worked for the sheriff's office. I've been at a nonprofit um, attorney firm for the past 15, 11 years. Interesting. I love it. I'm loving this. I know. You girls are killing it. All of of us girls have always been bailing our boys out. (laughs) (laughs) Finally thought you better just get a degree and just do it full time, right? Here we are. Here we are. Doing it again. (laughs) Here we are. Oh, that's awesome. What would you say, if you had to guess, like, what's your top three most challenges on the criminal side of cannabis? What are your defense in defending at this time? Um, Well, so a little background, the Canna Convict Project, we're 
pretty much we try to stick to post-conviction relief. Um, our mission is to assist our non-violent cannabis inmates here in Missouri nice. with their release from incarceration and address their exit needs. Um, along the way, like Joni touched on a little bit, we've kind of had to expand our area of practice for court support, active cases, um, and just advocacy and a lot of different efforts everywhere from employment law, family law, and kind of like a, a court liaison for advocacy, kind of helping people coming in through the system, would you say, or out of the system? Yeah, so a lot of people that we um, assist, we bring public support towards their active cases. Joni has been amazing, along with Tim, another one of the attorneys on the board, with um, representing on active cases, as well as those who they can't necessarily acquire because they're too busy. They work with their attorneys with uh, motions and arguments and stuff like that. And kind of like a bridge to provide hope. Bridge additional to hope. legal support, yeah. yeah. And I'm assuming this gentleman is someone, a good friend of ours, and who are, I'm assuming you're not a stalker and you wanna my, my help us Chris. out here. <laughs> I love it, I, I'm assuming that too now. Yeah. My name's Chris Smith, I'm the co-founder of the Can of Convict Project. Um, I'm just real passionate about advocating for people that don't have a voice uh, on the inside and even people that are getting you know ridiculously busted for these arcane laws uh, regarding cannabis and uh, we you know people weren't uh, really paying attention nobody was really doing anything in Missouri and uh, we had to reach uh, a little bit with with a lot of the community and so we were able to put a group together and really get a lot of people involved and with doing that uh, the community really came together uh, they you know, showed us so many donations and provided so much uh, so we can help out these convicts and these people that are locked up. And uh, we, you know, we need to right all the wrongs of prohibition. And um, oh, that's just awesome! It's it's music to our ears. You know, a lot of Lolly and I speak about this all the time. The underserved gets crushed the most, and that means if they can't get a fancy attorney and they get a little bit of a wrinkle, it's like they can, you know, go under pretty hard. Right, they I can just, do some I'm serious glad. time behind bars for, you know, just little amounts of pot yes. or cannabis, marijuana, whatever, you know, whatever you're considering it. Um, but it's it's absolutely ridiculous that we're still locking people up over we got businesses making multi-million dollars, even billion dollars in this, in this industry. Why exactly. these same people exactly. making the money were the same people that were the prohibitionists 10 years ago. And now that they see the profitability in it, they, you know, they want to jump on side, they want to take over everything, and they're still leaving our people behind bars, they're still arresting people, and we got to be the voice uh, to stop that. So It really just makes you wonder, really, what's this really about? Money. Really, thank you. Money. Thank you. Interest. I where think, yes. where do are you, your interests? Exactly. You're going to have to rework your portfolio yes. before yes. cannabis prohibition will ever truly end. I agree. They're too highly invested to see it succeed yet. They're not ready. Well, I, I for one, I'm glad that you're in the fight. I appreciate you guys, especially speaking with us. It is our goal. Lolly and I talk about this every day, 24-7, about pushing the mission, and that is we would like everyone to be comfortable and facilitate and have their cannabis to help them with their lives and be healthy. That's our mission, too. So thank Absolutely. you. Yeah. We'll join yes. hands together and lock arms, and hopefully we can Absolutely. rock it out. You guys are amazing. <laughs> thank, thank, you. Thank, you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us on the podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll thank let you. you know. Thank you, yes. guys. Have so a great, much. great afternoon. Bless. Peace thank out. You. Bless you. Thanks. Bye. Oh, you, oh, okay. I, I work for legal aid, so I only oh. represent indigent defendants. So you know how it is with the underserved, because I work in affordable housing as an asset manager. Yeah. And so we see it on the ground, too, yeah. on the housing side. And I also see where they're just we're, being pinched. Working with the same people. Yes, yes, yep. mm -hmm. yes. And they just, they do not have any resources. Yes. It no is funds. so expensive to be poor. Like, yes. we cannot say that enough. You, I have yes. never heard that. It is yes. so expensive. It really you is. You can't get any kind of reasonable you loan. So you any, have to go right. to these payday loans for 500% interest rates. They keep you down. You <laughs> are uh, $5 above the poverty guideline. Yes. So and you're a single mom, but then you don't get any child care exactly. You don't get any food stamps. You don't get any housing. I understand assistance. how that works. Yeah, <laughs> I was single a single mom, mom and of three, and you know I worked, and mm -hmm. you know I was. I think at one point I think I was thirty-five cents. I'm just finally like I don't yeah. care. I just got to do what I got to do. Much yeah. until you can't yeah. make it and you're still yeah. screwed. Yeah, yeah, and you just yeah, and it's in the other part of this too is what is the issue? A hundred ninety-three million smoke cannabis or to intake cannabis around the globe. One hundred ninety-three million citizens. Less than 4% have an issue where they may call it addiction. And it's a psychosis, not a physiological. Those are stats and numbers. Yeah. So what's the issue? It's to keep the underserved 
down to collect more money. Absolutely. <laughs> was created because of racism and corporate Thank interest, you. not because suddenly they discovered the plant yes. was harmful exactly. in any way. They woke up today and was like, oh. There is a chemical release. We need to stop. The, really? No. They don't care about any of that. Back in the 30s, and Chris could um, quote this much better than I, but there was an individual who testified before Congress who said he smoked cannabis and turned into a bat. Like, uh, yes. I've seen those. Yes. Madness. Yes. How yes. did people fall for this? They were yes. gullible. Yes. And because our government, who yes. we're taught to trust, has our best interests at heart, really has their own best interests. They're highly invested in the um, prohibition. They're highly invested in the prison systems. And they don't want to lose that. And what they don't understand is that they can all get all of this money right back, if not more, if they go to him. Yes. Him can replace Thank you. Every Somebody material. Shout out from the rooftop, sister. It's so true. And it makes sense. And so it begs the question, if something makes sense, why are we not doing that? Again, what's the agenda here? Well, we got the lumber company, and we've got, you know... Yeah. Oh, wait, the, Queen Coal. Oh. The Rockefeller family still, like, the pharmaceutical. Yeah, 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 yeah clean yeah, coal. Yeah. Let's get some clean coal. Yeah. That's an oxymoron. There, yes. Hello. And I, you know, the pharmaceutical... That's her favorite word, yeah. oxymoron. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just so oxymoronic. You want to play some antics? Let's fucking yeah. play some yeah, antics. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Why will the insurance nope. company... Absolutely. Say Why it. will the insurance company... Say it's okay. I'm gonna load you down with Xanax, mind-altering, mental status-changing narcotics, addictive drugs, and they know they're addictive. We're okay with all of that, but just don't light up a joint because it might make you feel better and lower your blood pressure, and it grows naturally. Oh, you People might need have to a big drug interaction. Well, yeah. guess what? Guess. All of your drugs have interactions, and you have right. to take other medications to counteract that drug right. interaction. Mm -hmm. And right. And what's the cutoff point? If you're taking two and you have to take a third because, well, you have to take care of the thing and just the two cause, is it 10 or 15 pills? At what point is the stopping point of all the side effects? Of all the side, taking for side effects. Yeah. Exactly. I have a what is the stopping point? who is 17 years old and she's been going through a lot of mental health issues for mm -hmm. about the past three or four years. And as much as my brother and sister-in-law are pro-cannabis, they're also very much like, oh, I trust the doctors. Let's do what the doctors say. Let's try it out. Yes. You know, parents struggle with now, that. Now she is on twelve or thirteen medications. Most of them are psych meds. Some of them oh. are to counteract the um, uh, side effects of the psych meds, and then other ones are like sleeping pills and stuff like wow. that. A seventeen-year-old developing brain, because she's going to all of these doctors, and they're diagnosing her with all of this bullshit and then coming back and saying that no that actually we were wrong but we're still gonna like keep her on this medication right. and she is a drugged up teenager right. and it's affecting she her hates, mental growth she hates, hates it. it and you know what she's going through average teenage things where right. she doesn't think her parents know how she feels and right. she's upset That's that they normal. don't agree and then you know my brother and my sister-in-law are super micromanaging mm -hmm. and very much controlling and so she's also rebelling mm -hmm. which know? is also normal and so and they've got a rebellious teenager on 12 or 13 meds, all kinds of psych, it's hardcore ludicrous. psych meds. Mm, mm, mm. And I keep trying to get them to put her on cannabis. And their number one thing is, what about the drug interactions? And I'm like, I'm like first like, off, she's medicating with or without your consent. And right. she just smoked some shit a couple weeks ago right. that we're pretty sure was laced with PCP. Right. So, so you might want to check into that mom. <laughs> yeah, go get her medic yeah. med cards. Yes. Get her into the dispensary. Get clean, regulated medicine, and start weaning her off of all of these hardcore psych meds that right. are Absolutely. fucking with her long-term processes mm -hmm. and her mm -hmm. developing brain. Well, and that's the thing is they really don't have a whole lot of studies about the long-term. I know. Effects. I mean, just not study-wise, but I know as an adult who has taken you know, the pharmaceuticals that I was prescribed. As an adult, it's hard for me to regulate. You don't want to pay your bills and you forget to do stuff. And it's like, I can imagine being a teenager mm -hmm. trying to function at school. 
yeah. and navigate All medicated also with the, white the social coat media. drugs. Yeah. I, I think social media also puts on another layer that they're of, of intensity. So if you don't, if you're not willing to have that conversation, I don't understand why you're so willing to put your child on 12 or 13 medications without even exploring or opening your no. mind to the possibility the of something completely that. natural could really help her. And so why does a guy in the white coat never get questioned? He's not even a pharmacist. The pharmacist is the guy who studies medicine. The guy writing the prescriptions is just trying to get a Puerto Rico trip from the, the pharmaceutical company. doctor behind that computer. Exactly. I exactly. used to do medical billing. I know what them guys. They get kickbacks like, yep. and they say they don't. And it's The managed care contracts alone are a joke true. for the patient. Yeah. So, yeah. So, why are we so willing to walk down that path, but not the natural path? Yeah. It, it just begs the question. Racism, we're like, we're all still stuck in reefer madness. We can't right. help it. I was raised in that. I was, uh, I'm born in 83, so like, I was the height of just say no, the dare right. program. Oh, yeah. And my parents, <laughs> yeah. and then my grandparents, like, it was back to my great grandparents, was the last individuals who are obviously long past who have ever experienced any kind of legal medical program where there was no stigma. This used to be one of the top three most prescribed medications until it was written out of American Pharmacopeia in 1941. And the doctors went and argued against it and testified before the Senate, but the government was fully um, in you know, influenced by the Flexner Report, if you haven't read yes, the Flexner I have. Report. I have. It's just and absurd. And the Rockefellers and the yes. Carnegies and their patent. But wait for it. Oh, wait. Wasn't that the top 1% again? Was yeah. Was quench science and quackery. And yeah. Exactly. And, the, and data and science does not back that up. Only rhetoric and theocracy backs that up. <laughs> they have tried so hard, and right. every one of their studies has come back, back. to say the opposite yes. of what they were trying to prove. Yes, they couldn't even pay off the FDA in the 70s. Back in those days, you couldn't. Maybe you could now. I don't know. Oh, I'm sure. They're all <laughs> Every single one of them. Well, girl... We, I'm just sitting over here, like, I'm just ready to grab your arm. Let's go to Washington, D.C. We're lolling our ready to take it on. So we appreciate yeah. you so much. We just want to be in the Let's sisterhood rally. fight, right? Yeah, sisterhood. 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 Yes. Sisterhood. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Thank you right. for sharing. And we're going to be talking to you. We're going to be tracking you down, girl. Okay. Yeah. We're going to track you down. Come and get my card. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I'll find you. This. up and walking around um, the uh, Shady Phrase farm and their event going on. We are having a really good time. Dex, we've had some really great interviews right now. Um, believe it or not, we are watching a... Uh, what are you watching, Dex? Oh my goodness, I'm not really sure. Is it... It's a, it's a joint, joint rolling, rolling contest. It is a joint rolling contest. See, I don't wow. think. I, I think would... we need to get a little closer. What do you think? I think I do. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? All right. Oh my. All right. Oh my. This is pretty cool. Hi there. Well, Mary Poddins. We have just now run into Mary Poddins. What are you doing over at this table? I'm watching my son in the blunt rolling contest, and he got a little something special and rolled it in some keys to a little, put a little nice. swing to it. He uh, accessorized his joint, did he not? Yes, I did. Are you having a good time? Yes, I'm having a good time. If I don't win, oh well, it's just for fun, you know. You know what? That is the best attitude to have, brother. That is the best. I bet that'll smoke pretty good, though. What do you think? Yeah. Whether you win or not, I bet it'll smoke pretty damn good, yes? Yes, I really do. All right. We have just now got to interview one of the uh, contest people. Uh, and you see, he doesn't care if he wins or not. He's just here to have a really good time. That sounds like the main five, Lolly. Everybody's here just having a blast and a good time. I love it. I know. I'm thinking about staying around, maybe get uh, in on one of these little circles here. What do you think? I'm thinking I'm going to go spark one up. Oh, hell yeah, baby. All right, we've got to interview a lot of really great people so far, and we're having a really, really good time. I think if you walk through here, you probably get a little contact high. What do you think? I don't even think you need to partake. I, maybe not, because I'm starting to feel a little fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my, my. I think she's fuzzy, and so am I by that crazy laugh I just did. 
But for all of those uh, of you that have missed that, there it was. We are really happy to be here at the Shady Farms. And uh, we're just kind of walking around in the crowd, getting out of the haze for just a minute. Oh my, there is one fabulous thing going on, rolling around. I love it, I love it. Good music, we've had a really good band here. Um, Loving the real nice music vibe. Oh, Loving that. The vibe here is chill. We've got uh, some vendors that we've seen from Mary Potter Supplies oh, uh, yeah, event uh, the other there's, day. There's Hippie High Dye. Oh, Hippie High Dye is here. Yeah, we've got them with their vendors. They got a lot going on. There's one person over here that uh, kind of interested me, and I do want to get over here and talk to her just for a second. Um, yeah, I came and took one of their flyers earlier, but nobody was here, so I do kind of want to, while we're walking around, I do want to ask a couple questions here. Hi, I am Lolly Brown, and this is Dex Stone. How are you doing? I'm good. How are We've you got ready? ourselves so a podcast. Yeah, uh, I came over earlier to your uh, little window here, which is set up very nice, and uh, took one of these, and I am so interested. Talk to me. What is this? Okay, uh, so this is a moon rock, and that's pretty much what we are promoting this weekend, trying to put some education out here for the patients and the consumers. Um, our market is still relatively new in Missouri, so we try to put out um, information that maybe the market hasn't come across yet. We know the dispensaries are still a little bit new, so things like this are really new to the market and not available in dispensaries just yet. But we want to know what, you know, let the people know what these are. So what a moon rock is, is taking your flower and then it will have either be dipped in dab or we'll have some type of dab wrapped around it and then it's going to be covered in keef. Oh my. So extremely potent. Um, Sign me up for yes, that. Absolutely. Oh, freaking God. Are these kidding? are some of the best of the Shit best. Fire. Uh-huh. Um, what, like you make these? Or yes, we do. You do. Yes, so we you do, do make these. Tell me what's your business called. Um, my company is called Budsies. Um, pretty much what we do is advocate and promote different brands and companies and businesses within the cannabis community. We help create those bridges between the businesses and the patients and the consumers, and try to link them up with each other and promote either what's the, what's wanting on, or excuse me, what people are wanting in the market, what they're interested in, um, things that we have seen big in other um, medicinal and recreational states and we just kind of try to follow that market and keep up with what the people want pretty much if somebody wants to get a hold of you to get a product can they get a hold of you do you ship it to them how do they get this product or um, this is pretty much product we don't like sell the product um, at different events and whatnot um, we have different samples where you can come by for medical patients and you're able to legally consume and okay nice. so if we want to follow you to find out where you're gonna gonna be at with your goodies, um, how can they like find you? Look me up on Facebook. I have my own private um, group that is Buzzies, and then I'm on Instagram, which is under Ms. Doobie. That's right here, and Love then I'm it. also on Twitter. Pretty right. new to the Twitter thing, so I just started we are, it up. We're getting that. We're kind of doing that as well, and that's where our podcast and. Our conversation is going to be on these platforms. Beautiful, so. beautiful. And then I will tag you in the Facebook so you can see it on there, and then I'll send you. It. And awesome. then you'll be able to, yeah, we'll have yeah. you all know when you're going on. Um, so is this your main business, is the Moon Rocks? What else do you do? Um, we pretty much, the, main, the Moon Rocks aren't, isn't our main business. We try to promote all things cannabis, so we kind of just move with the wave of the market see what everybody's kind of into um we do promote a lot of dabs and concentrates concentrates are definitely like our personal preference mainly because of potency um so we definitely like to put out a lot of education when it comes to cannabis concentrates which is what a moon rock consists of so this is pretty much a, a live moon rock this is a thc moon rock can i put that in this, just look at it real quick you sure right here? here oh my gosh all right, for all of you who are listening, oh my gosh, I just dropped it because you know why. For all of you that are listening, uh, this thing looks amazing. It is the prettiest covered green of deliciousness, I'm sure. All right, now, sorry I had to interrupt, but it just looks so yummy. I had to pick it up and look at it. Yeah. Really? Um, do you do your own, like, the dabs and stuff? I mean, like, do you make that? Do you press your stuff? Do you buy it, or do you sell? Um, no, we do you not. just sell here at the at at the uh, events. We pretty much just do um, samplings where you can come in, and then whatever product we personally have available from 
you know, what we're obtaining with our licensing and whatnot, and we just sample it out for other people to try and just see what's out there. We actually are um, really huge on West Coast product, which is um, pretty different. It's a different niche in Missouri. West Coast products. Absolutely. Uh-huh. So a lot of our family is from California and whatnot. Dex here is a California girl. Oh, right on. Oh, my. Right on. Yes, California. Orville, Northern California. I'm so co, but we still love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have a meeting of the hands and minds right here. You guys just heard it. Maui, Can I just do shout out? Oh, I did uh, bring some if anybody would like. I, I do have some in my bag. Yes, I do. Yeah, so anyway, we'll hook you guys up later. I will be around. Us West Coasters will share a little Maui Wowie together, everybody. Sorry you're not here and sorry you're going to miss it. Yes. So anyway, um, tell us your name and your business yes. one more time. Oh, I am Ash with Budsies. Come check me out. Come say hi. All right. I'm Junior with Budsies. All right. All right. You guys are awesome, and she's really cute, you guys. So you need to come and check her out, too. All right. We'll give her some new followings. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. <laughs> small businesses are holding hands when big business comes they can't break through that oh, was his oh, that's so awesome oh my gosh no but that's true I mean, that is just, uh, that's what's yeah. going to happen yeah we're all just little yeah. people i mean when you right. got, get people that come in here with billions of dollars you know mm -hmm. and we ain't created a foundation they're just going to come in here and it's it's, it's going to be about money and it's not what it's about how long have you been I started Start off so it, everybody I, hey we heard doing our interview we got so enthralled with him tell us who we are interviewing well my name's Scott Mikey um, I uh, I'll give you a quick synapse of my journey um, I, I used to be a car salesman I was they promoted me to sales manager um, and I quit my job two weeks later I'd realized that I was screwing or ripping people off mm -hmm. for their hard-earned money and it made me feel horrible inside and I was making you know six figures I was making good money and I couldn't do it I went, went to the owner of the company and I was like I can't do this I was like I, I gotta go and I just built a house I had no backup plan and I had like $30,000 saved up in the bank and uh I I left and me and my son took a trip out to Oregon and back like a bonding you know two, you know two-week bonding thing and we, we it was cool we, you know it was like just us mm -hmm. and he ended up driving all the way back from Oregon. So <laughs> um, we get back. Frightening, maybe. <laughs> um, and I'm like, I got to figure out what to do. And, I, you know, I'm a very spiritual person. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm extremely spiritual. Um, believe in God 100%. Uh, Amen. Amen. And I pray, prayed, and I was like, you know, God, sh show me what to do. Show me. I, want, I need to do something. You know, like, I want to do something positive. And... Like five days later, a friend of mine hit me up and he was like, you know what I was thinking? He's like, since you don't sell cars anymore, he said you should open a store like my dad did. And I was like, what's your dad do? He's like, my dad opened the poppy seed in Manitou, Colorado. And I was like, well, I'd like to talk to your dad then. You know, let's like, well, what is this? And he's, mm -hmm. me and his dad met at Cracker Barrel. He pitched me the idea and I took a leap of faith. He, he wanted $10,000 to come in and help me put this store together. Um... And he gave me like his vendor list. Okay. And uh, his name's Dusty Ray. Uh, we. He came in. He built it out. We actually bought old windows to make the display cases and stuff like shoestring budget. And I look at the pictures of like when we first opened. Like we had nothing. Turn that off. Sorry. Um. So, so we came out, or he came out, and we got it all built out, and we opened the store, and in the first 30 days, we did $30,000. Wow. wow. And I was, I, I mean, I was literally, like, ordering new merchandise every 48 hours, because wow. it was just, it was, un, it was unbelievable. It was like wildfire. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, and I got a little ahead of myself and didn't realize that that was December 1 of 2015. Okay. Tis the season. Yeah. So I didn't realize, never been in retail, that January, that money stops flowing. Because <laughs> everybody just <laughs> spent forgot. their money for Christmas. You know? Doggone it. <laughs> so it, it was, it was, it was, it was a struggle the first year. Right. You know, um, we did uh, $32,000. The first year we were in business, and that was 2015, mm-hmm. and then we did 198 thousand dollars the second year. Wow! Um, what was what what was the spike? In, what do you think? Nothing. It was just adding more merchandise. Okay. So I, I developed this idea that you can't sell it if you don't have it. You know, mm-hmm. so everybody that would come in local. You know, oh, I make this, or I make right. that, or this little piece of art, or these necklaces. I still buy handmade bracelets oh, from a lady too. in Union. I've been buying them from her for seven years, and she'll call me on my cell phone. Aww. She's like, you need some bracelets? And I'm like, you know, I'll always take them, you know. Aww. So th- it started It started there, and everybody, you know, if you start buying locally, mm-hmm. they tell their friends about it. Absolutely. That's right. And their friends want to come in and support them, so... It's a win for everybody. That's right. You know, uh, it's a community. It's a community, and that's what it's supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. Um, I've slowly, you know, built down the interstate. I've got a store all the way in Joplin, Missouri, that I don't get to oh, see. Really? Wow, know. we didn't know that. That is close to our neck of the woods. Yes. Is it? So uh, yes. So the Joplin store, I'm getting ready to get intimately um, involved with um, mm-hmm. starting Monday. How long is that? Store it's been open happen? for since. Over a year. Okay. It's so it's there. relatively new. Silverstone, we'll Silverstone Plaza over by uh, Cracker Barrel. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Yeah, it's in that, that yep. shopping center there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, okay. it's, it's kind of a slow start, but they're supposedly putting a Bass Pro Shop over there. It's and developing. That's, it's, that area is developing, yes. yeah. So yes. we, we want to stay there, and we're looking at opening a second location on north side of Joplin. I want to do something downtown Joplin. Yeah. I love yeah. the boutique, the small. I love downtown. It's I have a passion for it. Yeah, they have a good downtown. They do. They They've do. got. I've got. They do that. It's a little nostalgic. Third Thursday or something. Yes, the yes, th- whatever yes. it's called. Yeah. Yes, they, it's 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 really it's really cool because it's it's the real community. The community, right? Stores. Yeah, I went down the there and I had is. I was taking pictures and you know. <laughs> You're like so. sign me up. Yeah, so, yeah, we we would like to see a, a north piece of mine store on the north end. I'm yes. actually I'm actually have a, love that. A, 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 the address and the pictures of a, a location I'm going to look at next week Fantastic. down there. So you'll have to let us know so we can be your grand. Opening. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, that would we be would great. Love to broadcast from there, but so then we, the store developed. Um, I realized that the hardest thing is buying merchandise at a price that's affordable for people. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything's so expensive or marked up. The only way to get it is to buy a lot of it. So, hence the warehouse. The came warehouse. The business. The business sales. My yes. son. My son Nathan. Um, completely runs that side of the operation. He does. Are you Nathan? No. No. Okay. No. He had his desk. I pointed because his uh, desk oh, is over sorry, there. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Okay. Um, he uh, he's the redhead that was running around here. Okay. Right uh, here. Yes. I yep. got you. Yes. Um, so he he's over the last two and a half years developed a wholesale side that's almost equally as big as the retail side. That's awesome. So, and so you, you do online sales as well as in-store This sales? is going to sound horrible. Okay, no. <laughs> so I've had three websites built, and I've never went online. Isn't it funny? I know. I can't I know. stand them. They're not functional. I, they're, they're clunky, or they're just not what I want. Yeah. They're, and I they're actually challenging have for us as well. Okay. I have somebody working on one right now, because I, I want an app. I want a website. I want it to be interfaced. I want people to be able to... If I'm teamed up with Taste Buds Dispensary, I want to be able to offer a coupon on my app for Taste Buds. You know what I mean? So we're all working together. Absolutely. Put all the other little businesses in there. I'm not worried about somebody putting me out of business because they're selling the same little product across the street. We no. just carry a different brand, right? Exactly. People want choices. Exactly. Absolutely. And I think, and I think that's the that's the key right there is if everyone could get into the community minded, growing together, helping each other and pushing each other up. It's, 
you probably remember, obviously coming from corporate America, that you know the the geese theory teachings, you know, and it's yeah. kind of like that with our community. We can all be together and help each other. I wish I had. I wish I had the picture. I had. A, I got a picture on my phone. It'd take me forever to find it. And it shows <laughs> You're like, like me. I can never like, find I've anything got 14, on my phone. Yeah, on my yeah, phone. it's like so crazy. It's got. It's. It was like this is like an unstructured business slash community, and this, you know, like. It should be one big machine. Yes. Not a bunch of little pieces. Right. Because right. them little pieces are they're they're just gonna get swept away when corporate comes in. I agree. I agree. Lolly and I talk about that all the time about big guys coming in and getting the little guys. So how many yeah. people work in your stores? How many people? We employ right around 30 people. Really? Yeah. See, wow. then that's wonderful. That's incredible. You know, just that one dream, that passion, you know. Helping others. Somebody come in and helped you, and look at this. I mean, ball it, is rolling, and you're yes. helping other people. The 30 people. employees it's is amazing. scary. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. It, oh, makes you, yeah. it makes you feel responsible. You know yes. what I mean? You're responsible Absolutely. for their, their livelihoods. It's a lot of management, too. It's, it's scary. It's a lot of yeah. management. And I, I'm a, I wouldn't say control control freak but i have okay. you, know, you have I'm, processes I'm, I'm, I, I i like yeah you have, so, to have some order and an organization in yes. order to manage 30 folks yeah, yeah exactly employees. well i i had hit a point to where it was just too much yes you know what i mean like it was just, it's a lot mentally it was too much and i had to relinquish bits and pieces of things to yes. people that I trust, you know, family members. But obviously you're doing you're great doing because it. these stores are, going are well. popping up and we are yes. hearing about them out of Kansas City now. Yes. They're not even mm -hmm. in Kansas City, I don't believe. And not yet. And we're we already, are hearing, already about you. hearing about Peace of Mind stores. We uh, we are definitely talking about getting into the Kansas City market. Mm -hmm. We um, can't wait. <laughs> I know we're working on uh, moving over into the OKC and Tulsa market. Oh, yes. Um, yes, big market there. I'm trying to go fully vertical over there. On, awesome. on the, yeah. So You'll I mean, there's a lot of little irons in the fire. You know sure, what I mean? And we're, sure. we're but having that's fun. Exciting. That's exciting. Goals. <laughs> goals. Yeah. Goals. goals. Yeah. Everything's. You got them. You know, thirty day goal, six month goal, one year goal, five, five year, year goal, goal, ten year goal. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There exactly. Well, we have so to have a I have plan. a goal, yeah. I, and I would like to open fifty stores in the next twelve months. Really? Well, I believe All you're right. going to do it, and that's. I'm, I'm going to give it as much effort as I can. A man awesome. with a mission. I love it, and uh, it's going to be fun because I'm going to, get to travel while I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And meet new exciting you, people and new exactly, communities. Actually, more yeah. communities. And yeah, so yeah. new products too. Right. Because and you, the yeah. more you travel, like you, and you start learn so much more. Authenticity. Mm -hmm. I, I, I screwed that word up. Authenticity. Yes. You know, ethnicity. Yes. Like, yes. Ethnicities like, and, and different backgrounds. Customs like, and like traditions. Like when you get into Oklahoma, like you yes. see more Native American. Exactly. Fast. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, which makes. So there's new products. New products, exactly, that you can share with all the stores. Absolutely. You know, like. Yeah, it's super exciting when, yeah. when you get to meet new people with different traditions and customs and you yeah. learn all of that. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And then bring that into your business, which mm -hmm. is, you know, then extending that olive branch out to somebody else and helping them even in, in another state. Yes. Yeah. yes. You know, and that's amazing. And now we're building this incredible wave of, of, of positive energy to help all of us to create this mission. It's just awesome. There's a lot of healing going on. There yes. is a, thank you for saying that. Thank there's, you. There's a lot of healing going Perfect. on. Perfect. You know what I mean? Like everybody's been villainized. I, I, I went to prison for pot. Oh my goodness. You know, here, I had four ounces of weed. I was in a hotel room. Um, the maid service smelled marijuana. No. Um, I woke up out to somebody knocking on my door. No I went way. over and I looked out the peephole and there was five cops standing in the Are you hotel kidding door. me? And uh, I, uh, I opened my door and uh, I was like, I said, you're not coming in here. And they're like, oh, we're coming in there. Wow. And they, they, they came in and uh, arrested me, and I, I did almost two years. You're kidding. Wow. That's For horrible. cannabis. 22 months. Yeah. For cannabis. And how much did you have on you? A uh, quarter pound. Wow. Cannabis. Yeah. Uh, cannabis. 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 And I laugh about it. I actually called a, an expungement lawyer um, yesterday. <laughs> That's nuts. To That's get crazy. my gun rights restored. Do you know right. what I mean? Exactly. Because I'm a big, you know, uh, I think that you should, everybody should be have protection. Right. Um, you think the Second and, Amendment, uh, yeah. I was, I laughed to the lawyer. I was like, it's crazy. I was like, I, I make money doing what I went to jail for, you know, 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Like it's, such, it's, it's, an, it's, it's an oxymoronic thing when you look at it. Nobody should go to prison that. for a plant. No. It's a victimless crime. Exactly. So. Exactly. How long have you been a cannabis user? 
Oh, God. I smoked my first joint when I was 12. <laughs> All right. Yeah, 12. Okay. Well, we have to know what your favorite strain is. Oh, yeah. Oh, Blue Dream. Oh, Hands that's, down. Yep, yep, yeah. that's, yep. It's, it's, that's. What does that do for you? We like our, because some people a, are new and they yeah. want to know what it does. I have know what horrible anxiety. So, okay. I mean, I was on Xanax. I took Xanax for 20 years. Um, I, I have horrible social anxiety. I, I, getting on that stage in that, that couple of minutes mm-hmm. that I thought. That was a lot for you, I bet. That was scary for me. Mm-hmm. Like, when I got off the stage, I was like, you know. Yeah. yeah. Because I've, I, I've overcame it a little bit through my life, you know, mm-hmm. like being a salesman, you put on a face. Right. Yeah. It's a role. It's a role. It's right. like almost like playing a play. Right. Exactly. You know, yeah. and I, I started off, you know, over the phone, but in, anxiety just is horrible, you know. And so Indica's helped me. Sativa sometimes can be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, if I do a dab of, a, of the wrong strain, it will light me up and I'll just, I'll, you know, I'll get super uncomfortable. You right, know? right. Mm-hmm. Take a shower. Right. I end up, I end up taking yeah. a shower like, you're good, or I have to talk to myself in there. <laughs> right. But usually the Indica's help me a lot, you know, like I can, you know, and it's such a small amount. Mm-hmm. I, I'll take two or three puffs off of a, mm-hmm. off of a joint and put it out, and that'll be that. And that's amazing, and that's all you have to do versus popping a month's worth of pills every right. day. Remember to do that, and if you don't do it, you're going to have repercussions. Right. So you can dose yourself as you need and calm that anxiety down and obviously it's working because you have been able to facilitate how many businesses yeah it's you're right and how many employees yeah 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 so cannabis works for you and works for anxiety and it's working for your business in order for you to to keep this rolling exactly i've seen people like cry on how cannabis has saved their life. Oh yes. I hear it every, every day. day. Hear stories. Every day. I mean, Amazing here we've, we've carted up over 35,000 people. Oh yeah. And, you know, in the state of Missouri, peace of mind wow. is responsible for getting 35,000 people, you know, their, mm-hmm. their medical card on patient 411. That's incredible. I got pulled, I got pulled over by the state patrol before the state patrol even knew marijuana was legal. I was leaving a Schwagstock music festival oh, and, no. and I got pulled over. And he said that the car smelled like weed. And I was like, yeah, I got a bag of weed right here. <laughs> and he was like, he's like, excuse me. Could you me? step out of the car? And I was like, hey, it's legal. I was like, here's mm-hmm. my card. He's like, pot's not legal in Missouri. And what? I'm like, well, I've already got my card, bud. I was like, and mm. we went through this whole thing. We were on the side of the road for two and a half hours. Are you wow. serious? And when so, was, how long ago was this? This was almost April. So November. December, January, February, March, April. Five months after it went legal. Really? So they had yeah. not completely educated their yeah. law enforcement at that <laughs> no, point. Wow. And here, once wow. the guy, like, he had to get, like, his supervisor, and, like, it was a big deal. That once they did, they were like, me. here you go. And it was the, I, I felt, like. How did that make you feel when they handed it back to you? Surreal. I, I don't even know how to explain it. It was, like, this huge, I thought I was going to jail. Mm-hmm. Right. You're like, getting, what's you know, going well, on? Well, back in the day, you would have. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't... Lose your life I got arrested for CBD. Really? I set a landmark case in Missouri. I had really? the DEA raid three of my stores in 2017 and charged me with a Class A felony. Oh, my. For distribution of a controlled substance in a protected zone because it was a block from a school. <gasps> oh. It, here, I was... They they arrested me two days before Christmas, after the prosecutor had said that he wasn't going to uh, pick up charges to my attorney. Um, and I had to fight that case. I mean, and and that was after the President yes. Trump had signed hemp into yeah, the farm bill in twenty eighteen. Yeah, was the, the twenty eighteen farm, yeah, farm bill the exactly. Farm bill. And like right. I, these cops came in and they're like, that was like they started like going through my stuff and I was like, you guys understand, CBD's legal and they're like. Cannabidols, synthetic marijuana. I was like, no. I was like, it's hemp, and it's derived from hemp. And I was like, you need to read the farm bill. What's the farm bill? And it blew me away. It, this yeah. whole process has blown me away how un- uneducated mm-hmm. that maybe I shouldn't say uneducated. I'm going to take that back and say more how the information trickles down okay. to the people you know, actually doing the job. They don't I, really keep abreast of the actual changing of the laws and no. keeping their force. There's no education. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I've 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 had to go into multiple law enforcement places and educate chiefs of police, you know, and like on on what's legal because they would violate people's rights. Mm-hmm. Wow! How do you feel being able to ed- go and educate 
it's um, free on the other side. It's awesome. It's it's it feels good. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Sure it I enjoy does. it. You know, and not it's not really so much of a ha ha. It's more of like let me. We should have never live. been get. This should have right. never been a thing in the, ever. Right. It should not even be a thing. It should have never been, been a, a thing. thing. Right. Alcohol is way more damaging than marijuana. Yes, we hear that way more. Every damaging. almost every person we talk to, some and somebody in their family. Well, and science, and science um, bears that out. I mean, we have, re, you know, study after study after study that shows the damage that alcohol does versus what it's cannabis just does. socially acceptable. Right. That's right. Right. So the police overlook that a lot a more lot. than cannabis. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's hard. Here, yeah. I, I, I was talking to a police officer uh, three nights ago. I had an alarm call off at a store. They called me over there, and we were standing outside talking about the smoking age, cigarettes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, yeah, it's like, I can't believe they sold to a 17-year-old. And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, you got to be 18 to buy cigarettes. And I was like, no, you got to be 21. <laughs> and he was like, what? When did that happen? And I was like, wow. three years ago. And that was just wow. a couple of nights ago. I was like. Wow. <laughs> it just shows like, and it's not their fault. No. It's, no. You know, like you said, it's, it's the information the dr- they're it's giving. It's the leadership. It's always leadership. It is. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just like in business. When you go somewhere and something has gone wrong on the ground, it's due to leadership. It's yeah. never, it's never the workers. It's always leadership. So, but I think cannabis is going to be awesome. I think we're going to see full legalization. I'm excited. We are I'm prepared part of to give it away. That's my goal in life. Mm-hmm. My goal is I want to yes. give weed away That's at awesome. every one of my stores. Just be able to come in and give be it like patient a to market. patient. The yes. first twenty customers get a joint, or Aww. you know, a free this with the purchase of this. You know what I mean? Just and give give pot away. Yeah, someday we'll get there. We will. I really do, and I think, I think eventually, once we, I, I think once we start changing minds and start educating the the society, it blows me so, away. Yeah. Like you know, my clientele or you know, customer group mm-hmm. is fifty and over. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you would normally think yes that it's going to be eighteen, nineteen, twenty year old kids nope. smoking pot. That's not the case. Mm-mm. It's people that's been closet smoking for thirty years. Mm-hmm. You know, people like me born, people born in the sixties, yes. yes, professional us. people yes. that, yeah. you yes. know, that you wouldn't even know. Yes. I know yeah. people in Kansas city that, you know, they're CFOs, COOs, and they sneak and have to have someone go and, you know, it's, it's a thing and yeah. it's sad that they have to go to all those great links just to smoke pot. I, uh, I actually, I'm a caregiver for somebody mm-hmm. and I, I'm not going to be too specific on this just right. because no, don't. No, his, yep. his brother refers to me as the local neighborhood drug dealer. Aw, that's and, too and bad. I'm, oh, I'm, seriously? Yeah. That's too bad. Oh, And his goodness. brother is law enforcement. Ah, uh, makes sense. You know, and like, so he had to be educated, like, no, this is legal. <laughs> this is legal. He's my caregiver, you know. It's just going to have to be almost one person at a time. It is. Talking to it folks and, and, yes. and showing that the caregivers are actually doing good caregiving and helping those folks. Yeah. And I think us sharing stories of the pain that people have physical, mental, emotional, and how cannabis. We are I mean, customizing exactly cannabis for specific needs. Exactly. That yeah. is fabulous. The longer we do this, the better we're going to be. The more research that we put into cannabis, we're going to I'm telling you the cure for everything is in cannabis. I'm Amen. T- you can I heal the planet with, with hemp. Yes. And you can heal humans with with, yes. with marijuana. Well, Absolutely. I mean, think about it. 2000 years ago, they didn't have a Walgreens on every right. corner. Right. You know, and the they Indians were all did, healthy. Yeah, the Native the Americans. Didn't. They were no. they that was their they smoked yes. a little bit of weed. The and, shamans, you know. The the Chinese, the feng shui kings going back centuries yeah. all had cannabis. And it it's says proven in the Bible, documentary. I mean, it's you know, all proven documents. Mm-hmm. All seed-bearing plants is a gift from God. It yes. Says it in Genesis. That's what it says. It does. In Isaiah 45. We have that yes. on our on our yeah. podcast. I just posted that. Did that. You really? Yes, that. we yeah. did. Because yeah. we're like, here it is. Get on there yeah. and look. We sure yeah. did. We yeah. she just posted a thing yeah. up on that. I'll have to share. I'll share it on your. Yeah. On yours. So how do we get a hold of you and how do we find you? Well, I mean, here, uh, me personally or the stores. The stores. The stores. Okay. <laughs> so we've got a, we've got stores in uh, Joplin. Okay. Yes. Uh, Can't wait to see that. Rolla, Cuba, Missouri, Sullivan, Missouri, Park Hills, Missouri, Festus, Missouri, and. Uh, Branson, Missouri, coming. Oh, Branson. Okay, so 
Can Wally and I absolutely Branson. be there on your opening day? We'll just follow you around. Yeah, that would be great. Um, we are so excited that you took the time yes. to yes. sit down You've with been... us because you are a really smart business guy. Yes. We can tell. We've heard your name clear up to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, just talking with you and your personality, you are such a we gracious man, and mm-hmm. you're Thank so you. compassionate. Yes. And people need more. We need business more of you. The whole world like needs you. more love. We we you do. Bet. We need more compassion, more love, more care, more helping, and we'd yeah. be so much healthier. Yeah, absolutely. So, thank be, you. Thank, thank you. you. I appreciate so you guys coming out here. It's been an amazing. It was fun. It, it really was a great was. day. Yeah, it it was. Was. I wish we'd got some warm, nice, sunny I know, weather. But you know, know what? what? Look at how Again. happy everybody was in the rain. Yeah, they didn't give a shit. Everybody did it, not care. I looked out there and I seen like people dancing and stuff like. Nobody cares. Rain porn. We were my standing son. in the hail. We were standing in the hail. Yeah. Nobody cares. During the hail. My, my son was out there, like, yeah. and he really yeah. don't get in it. And I was just, it was like just a moment. I was like, I was like, this is this. it. This is cool. This yeah. is awesome. This is it. This, this is what it's what about. All about. It is. Bringing people together. Bringing people Absolutely. together and being happy, positive energy. Yeah. Thank exactly. you again for your time. All right. Yeah, thank you. You guys are amazing. So thank you so much. You're amazing. Right. Have a good afternoon. You too. Tell me, do you know who's God is best? And is it really worth fighting about? I mean, why do you even care if a stranger lives his life differently than you? We